0: Hi everyone, welcome to the Vulnerable Scientist Podcast. This is your host, Saranya Kerry, and today I have someone special who we'll have a good conversation with, and I don't know much about him, and that's the most exciting part, because we're going to learn about him together. So, Mambori. Yes. Welcome to the show. Uh, Thank you very much. I don't know why I've chosen to call you the second name.
1: Well, sounds more it's interesting.
0: All, uh, <laughs> it sounds more interesting <laughs>
2: yeah,
0: good. compared good. to the English name. Okay, introduce yourself so
1: that yeah, uh,
2: yeah. Okay, yeah. So uh, thank you for having me. Um, my name is Samuel Uwe, and uh, probably a stranger to you and others, but uh, I've been following you for your podcast and you know, the activities that you've been doing online. I think for some of us, we're not really good at the online platforms that we're trying, so once again thank you for having me here.
1: Okay, let's get to
0: here. Okay, so tell us who you are and what you're currently doing.
2: Samuel Mamburi from Taita County, Taita Taita County that is, Uh, I think probably it's important for me to talk about my background because that's uh, what technically Uh, has shaped me to who I am today. So, born and bred in, uh, Udani constituency in a village called Magoro. So, I grew up as a typical Kenyan child in a local primary school and went to high school. And I think for me, I discovered the life of sciences in high school. So, my journey started pretty much when I was in Form 4. We used to do, you know, the normal science congress thing. I was in a science club, and this time we went to uh, the provincial levels. And at that moment, my partner and I did a presentation on, you know, some microbes, you know, uh, to help uh, deal with soil fertility and and all that. The most interesting bit is throughout the journey, nobody understood what we were talking about because. We well, were intrigued by just using those fancy scientific names, you know, the agrobacteria, blah, 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 all that. Hello. So, it, yeah, it sounded really fancy at that level. We didn't even know how much of an impact that was going to be to maybe some of us like me. Mm-hmm. So, throughout the whole competition, no one ask questions. Even the, the, the judges themselves, they couldn't ask questions. So, at national level, and also at provincial levels, we felt short by one position go to the national level. And then I went back to school and I was like, wow, I think this is what I need to do. I think part part of it was because I wanted to see how, how can you be able to communicate these complex things in a simplified way, you know? For mm-hmm. me, that has been the silent drive uh, throughout my journey, but I'm still yet to maybe achieve it or even get close to it, yeah? Okay. <laughs> I think things, things keep getting complicated as we go on. So... um by the time we were doing uh, selections for the course that we wanted to do, I'd already made up my mind. I wanted to do something to do biology, so I approached, I approached my biology teacher. Her uh, name is Miss um, Kielo. She was such an amazing teacher. She made biology really interesting and easy, and, and easy subject. You know, we used to call them boosters. Yeah, you're like you don't need to read up anything to do biology, but you know you will pass me because her classes were really, 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 really interesting, and she was really good uh, uh, in her job.
0: Biology
2: so, was your booster. Oh, that was a booster. I you know <laughs> I didn't need to do so much eh, as far as biology is concerned, yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, I approached I, her wonder like okay, I have to something to do with biology. I didn't even know what I wanted to do. Okay, so I thought like you could maybe try and do some biotechnology, biochemistry. Like those were the, the only options as of that time, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I said okay, I'm working to do biotechnology. So during the selection process Number one was biotechnology, number two, biotechnology, number three biotechnology.
1: Allah!
0: Wait a minute, In the same
2: university.
0: You know when... Huh? You could select the same unit, the same course in the same university?
2: Yes, that's what I did. I didn't want any other option.
0: Which university was this? I
2: had to go to Technical University of Kenya, then to the uh, Kenya Polytechnic University Uh, College.
0: uh, uh, Why?
2: I wanted to be in a town setting. I think I, I grew up in a village, so I didn't want to be anywhere far away from the town. I want to like what mm-hmm. experience. I want to feel the thrill of being in a city, you know? Yeah. Uh, that was the main driver that, that very moment. Okay.
0: So um I, I didn't know about okay, when us we were choosing subjects, most of us didn't know about biochemistry or biotechnology. I'm surprised that Yeah. Because most of the people in my class, they had chosen yes. something else. Then they were maybe thrown to biochemistry, for example. It's mm-hmm. interesting to know that there was someone who actually knew what they wanted and it was actually something to do with biotech or bio, something like that. Like, most people don't yes. know that. That's interesting.
2: Yeah, for me, I I knew about that right when I was in Form 4. So I was privileged to, to have that teacher and that motivation kind of directed me me there, so that's what I picked. I didn't want to do any other thing other than that. I I probably had made a commitment that mine is going to be a journey in the life sciences. So, after that, I fortunately I I made it and I went to talk for community bachelors. So, as usual, you know, you're excited about life. to discover everything and went through the process, cleared my graduate studies, my graduate study studies, that is, and after that, immediately I decided, like, okay, I'm going to go ahead and pursue this tree of knowledge. So I was partially funded by my parents, both worked on an still in biotech, and that's what I did. Uh,
0: Same university?
2: No, I went to John McMillan University, J Quartz. Why? I, I, at that time, that um, I, I think I was let for other institutions in tech. So that was the only available option. Mm. At that oh, moment, yeah. I was like, okay, I'm not going to sit down anymore. I've spent like the past four months probably doing nothing important. And I just need to get back, you know?
1: Where was so that?
2: At this level. At this level, well, my drive was I wanted to go into academia. I've always wanted to you know, teach or share knowledge, you know, and, and for me that felt like I, I used to feel like lecturing was such a fulfilling job, you know. So I like I'm going to do my MSc, then come apply for a teaching assistance or something, and then, you know, grow along that ladder. Then did my course coursework cleared then came the project Mm -hmm. so at this moment you know those moments when you clear your your coursework you you become confused okay I don't know whether that happens to everyone but for me I was really confused at that level Mm -hmm. and that kind of now like takes us to my first lows Mm -hmm. because I feel I know so much I understand so many things yes but still I don't even know what I want to do with all that information I don't know. Probably it's because of you know the, the way maybe the the curriculum is set up or I don't. There's so many confounding factors. But at the end of the day, that was a very confusing stage, you know, in, in my life. I didn't know exactly which direction I'm supposed to go after this. So I went to one of my lecturers uh, from undergraduate uh, studies, and she was an amazing person. Because she mentored me through the first project I did at undergraduate level. I, I Post work, and at this moment, I do not even know what I wanted to do in my life. I have no close direction to go, so she listened to me like, um, I'll contact you after a few days. So I waited after four days, like, okay, hey, uh, so I have this idea, I need you to like read around it, see what can be done uh, with the resources that we have. I'm like, oh cool, this is nice, like, at least now you're giving me some you know something to hold on to. And did some literature reviews, went back to car and they sat down and right then then a project came into play and, and that's what I did for uh, my NC project. Now at this point, you know, life is changing. Uh, you you are a student. You're growing up. You have to survive. You're in Nairobi, and I'm mm-hmm. sure you understand all these things. Yeah. So <laughs> the hassle is real, you know. Mm-hmm. So as, as as that time I was working uh, part time in one uh, of uh, food delivery companies in, in Nairobi, mm-hmm. I used to work from five p.m. to around one a.m. Night shift. Wow. Yeah. That's so how many that's, hours. Uh around
0: um, what? Uh, seven, around seven, seven to eight hours. Eight hours. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's after a whole day of working again again. Yes. Yes, working, yes, 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 okay. yes. yes, yes. Mm-hmm.
2: Exactly. So during the day I'm in the lab. I to do my work. And uh, uh, when it gets to around five I check and I head to my workplace. I work up to midnight, I leave, go, go home, sleep, wake up early in the morning by around 6, I'm out, you know, trying to beat traffic and all those things. So that, of course, takes a toll, because, you see, at the end of the day I need to pay my bills, I need to pay my school fee, because I was just self-sponsored. So everything, you know, in that whole part. So it got open I couldn't I couldn't do all those because it was becoming too much. Now the research is demanding. I need to spend more time in the lab. Sometimes I have to sleep in the lab because I have to optimize the processes and all that. So yeah, that, that was that was quite something. So I, I made a decision. they quit the job. They focused on the project. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the good thing is that at that moment they were offering a just like a small stipend. You know, it wasn't much. Oh, before that have, they weren't. No, at at that moment, I was also being offered a stipend, but it wasn't enough, actually. You'd say it was just more like you are being given something small to ensure you go back to work tomorrow, you know? I believe but yeah. Fair pekyaki, yeah? Mm, yeah? That's what you call it, yeah. So, uh, that, that's what was happening, <laughs> yeah? Mm. So, they okay, said, okay, I'll I'll just stop, let me focus on my studies, uh, my research work, I finish, and then after that, probably, you know, hope for, for the best. So just immediately after doing that, something interesting really happened and that, that, that really shaped things in, in ways that I wouldn't have imagined in my life. So my girlfriend and I got pregnant. So now all of a sudden the world is opening up to new possibilities. Uh-huh. We, are, we are all young, we are, you know, you don't know exactly what how to go about it mm-hmm. you still have school you, you know you're not independent in any possible way but you know that's that's something too all right mm-hmm. so I actually quit a job so now you know you don't have any the financial stability mm-hmm. yeah so now that brings me to my second law mm-hmm. so immediately I'll turn it my project mm-hmm. and the baby came. We're excited. That was a blessing. Uh, that that will never change. But now they gotta ask the team to take care of, and to take care of my wife and our newborn. Mm-hmm. But I couldn't job no work. You've applied, you have applied in all the usual. You know, you send us many applications as possible. You no know, response. But at least there's some organizations that were you know. Yes, enough to even tell you, like, okay, you don't qualify because of this and that and this and that. But in most cases, you never get response. Mm-hmm. So, the point where it really hit the bottom was one day we woke up and my wife and I had a hundred feelings between us and poverty.
1: Mm-hmm. And you have and a, a child?
2: Baby. Yes, there's some weeks old child. Mm-hmm. So at that moment, I I just like okay, yo, uh, let me have that hand up and I hit the streets, huh. and I became a Buddha Boda rider. Wait, where did
0: well, you get the Buddha was, Buddha?
2: I had a bike before oh. that. Okay. Huh. It used to ferry me from school to work and from uh, my 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 uh, lab to work. I couldn't do without at that moment. Yeah, so that was the asset that I had. So I got the 100 book and bought some fuel. And I went and just stood in a random place. I thought, okay, like, God, today I need to see miracles because uh, if this doesn't happen, I don't know what's going to happen next. So I stood there and miraculously, that evening I went home with around a thousand dollars from 100 bob.
1: Wow. That's your first day.
2: The first day and my cue had mm-hmm. started working from three. What? By five I, I had a thousand bob. I feel with that 100 handed feeling that I was given. Yes.
0: You were given by your wife? Yes. Okay.
1: Wow. That's, that's impressive. One honestly.
2: 100 one bob is what us that day
1: wow.
2: and from there that was a whole year of hustling you know like mm. I just using had to the motorbike yeah exactly do what i could and, and i had to do it the best way possible to ensure you know we survive. and funny thing things just somehow changed you know mm. all of a sudden i had to see the world in a very different angle and i realized like wow uh somehow somehow I'm, astra- I'm, I'm, I'm becoming a statistics you know the usual story you know you graduate you have a degree and no jobs and life continues you know uh-huh. i was almost i was almost you know accepting that was the fact then one day while well, i was just hustling I, I i of course i used to keep you know still in touch with my science you know thank uh-huh. you. Time, go read papers online, check oh. if there are any job postings that are relevant to me and all that. And oh. this this day I just saw a, a job advert that was a hundred and ten percent fit for me. uh oh, yeah. They wanted a biotechnologist with molecular biology background oh. as a research assistant. I was like, I oh, okay.
1: Oh. Experience me.
2: if they didn't it was an entry level job.
0: So it was just perfect
2: for you. You just knew this is now for, for me. For me, I mean, that was just it. I, I am like, okay, I've been applying for jobs throughout my life, or other since I cleared uh, campus. But you know, most of them you're usually gambling. You know, it's like you even apply for things that you even know you're not qualified for, but you still have faith, You know, <laughs> probably they'll pick you for some reasons,
0: <laughs> and, and that's but, but that's so real. That's so real. Yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, that, applying that's Applying for
0: things honestly. that you're not uh, exactly, qualified for, exactly. hoping that yeah, something yeah. will happen. That's exactly, that's real. you
2: know. Those moments mm-hmm. when you even know they want a 15 year experience and you have zero, and you're like, probably they'll not get the 15 years. They'll just get the zeros, <laughs> and I'll be there, you know, if they speak. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, exactly, exactly. Eh? So I, I had to show up, eh? no matter what. So I went. Google the institution. That was my very first time hearing about that institution. Uh, that is Kenya Marine and Fisheries Research Institute. I didn't know about it before that.
0: Hmm. But you you're from so, that side. Exactly.
2: That that was the most weird thing. Is
0: that free
2: No. free yes. Yeah. Okay. So until mm-hmm. then I didn't know about Kemphrey. So Google googled it up, checking, like, okay, they don't do anything to do with molecular biology, biotech, or anything. Okay, this is strange, but since it's a posting, and I you know I need a job, they will just do it. I send my application. And I'm like, wow, you know, we normally have that idea, like, well, if you're applying for a government job, uh, probably you're just doing a formality. You know? That's usually the thought, and that, that was yeah. the thought, actually, to be honest. Yeah. So yeah. I still did it. I applied for the job and forgot about it. Kept on hustling as usual. And one year after, exactly 12 months, I get an email. Uh, mm-hmm. Hello, so and so. This is so and so from Camphry. And we'd like to invite you for an interview. And I'm like,
1: what do you mean? What? I I'd didn't,
2: even I didn't forgotten about it. I had to uh-huh. go back and check my history. When did I send this?
0: <laughs> how did oh, I play? Okay, I what? Send this. Yeah. What CV yes, did this I send? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I need to check what, what, what? did I write? You know, how did I uh, polish yeah. my CV and all that? So I went back home. I I, I was confused. You know, that's one thing. Just totally confused. And I prepared for the interview and went to Mombasa. Did In my interview. This is from Nairobi. Best. Yeah, from Nairobi. Did my interview and came back home. Forget, forgot about it again because you are like, ah, oh, probably I was there too. Yeah, I'm just a statistic. At least we, they they did the due process, you know. That's usually <laughs> the the attitude. And I kept doing what I was doing, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and then, interestingly, after four months, I get an email like. Congratulations, you wow. got the position. I was actually on on, on, on the road. I changed I, I, I the whole dynamics and I really called it the transport industry. So I called myself a transport entrepreneur at that moment, you know, just to feel good about it.
0: But you were so, a transport
2: entrepreneur. Yeah, you know, like, <laughs> the, you know, those moments you just want to feel good. Eh? Yeah, it's not the, yeah. the, the whole thing. Every day you get to uh, to do such things, and you know you've gone to school, you have a degree, you have an MSc certificate, and all that. But there's there's nothing to show for it, you know. It's something that you always want to say, it, you know, in a silent way. Yeah. So I stopped doing whatever I was doing, and I went back home. And celebrated with my wife, and wow, that that was the beginning of a new journey. So. Supported work, these people who are really, really um, kind and welcoming. And uh, you know, it's those one one of those places where you really feel welcomed. You know, you meet strangers, but you feel you feel at home.
0: Wait, uh, this is after how long of completing
1: your MSc?
2: That was uh, two years.
1: Wow, the, the whole time you were doing Buddha, Buddha
2: time I got a actually let's, let's just say one and a half until I got the the letter uh, the appointment letter oh. so before of course, I had any report I'll still be doing whatever I was doing and uh, honestly yeah. things were looking up i had really like established my client base. I was even thinking about expanding so either way I was still you know pushing myself to uh, all, all kinds of limits
0: so it's not like you really
2: struggling, mm-hmm. it's just that the kind no, of stuff that at, you're at, doing at, at, at was not level, what you at... yeah. Exactly. So the most weird thing is, for for, for whatever offer I was being given, mm-hmm. I would make way more than that.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: In the border border industry, but you see the problem is you always want security, you, you want to be stable, you want to know that tomorrow if something happens, you still have somewhere to go back, you No. Know? Probably Wait, so working. before that, yes,
0: before that, you were getting offers before that letter that appointment letter, you were still applying. I'm assuming, right?
2: Yeah, I did apply, I didn't get a single offer from anybody. Oh. Ah. Okay, so you usually, you send no response, you keep sending. Sometimes, you'll be like, Okay, I'm not sending anymore, you just quit for two weeks or a week, and then you go back to doing it again, you know, still chasing wow. the dream. Yeah. So, uh, I packed and went to Mombasa, I working there, and I think that, that, that that's the most um, life-changing moment in my life uh, because for once I was able to do something that I've been training for, you know, spent six, seven years for that for that particular job you know and, and you actually wanted in, it exactly you know I, I think I, I, I say most of the time I'm, I, I'm really lucky you know to say the least most mm-hmm. people do things not because they want but because they need to be paid at the end of the day mm-hmm. but in this case I was in a place where I am able to do exactly what I want for and what I love to
0: because something I've, I've come to realize that most people don't really like what they do. Uh, They're not even passionate about it, but like, I don't know. That's I think one question that I ask most people, even strangers, are you happy with what you do? What, What would you rather be doing? You know, such questions. And it's interesting just to see how people... Do what they have to do, just because they have to do. It. They have to pay their rent. They have to take care of their family. If they have family, they have to take care of their bills and such like things. It's just interesting, and I feel, I feel like, I feel every usually feel sad. I don't know. It's I'm a very high sensitive person, and it, it takes a toll on me just knowing that there's someone out there who's doing something they actually don't like, but they have to do it because they have to do it. On well, what is even sadder is when you when you ask someone what do you what would you rather be doing and they actually really don't know. Anyway, yeah. It's it's nice to know that um you finally got this job
2: that you wanted. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. really wanted.
0: So they had a molecular lab that you think they did?
2: Yes. <laughs> it was the young molecular biology lab, they didn't oh. have really uh much. So actually, the reason why that position was created is because they needed to get things done. You know, so so you're the cases. first...? Yeah, I uh, had a colleague also who had uh, done you know, some application of molecular biology, in terms of population genetics and all that. And the person you see, you needed, they needed someone who is uh, you know, deeply rooted in the molecular biology aspect. Okay. okay. So I got there really excited, full of energy, you know, and million possibilities. And then to make it even interesting, I'm working in a field that I've never you know, been into. A, I don't know anything about
1: marine, nice. I don't know anything
2: about aquatics, you know. But it was just a whole new field for me, and it was really exciting and overwhelming at the same time.
1: What so were you doing before?
2: No, before that, I was I was really into uh, terrestrial uh, microbiology
0: mostly. Mm. What was, what so did you was, do your project on?
2: My project was like uh, trying to get uh, biopolymers from uh, terrestrial bacteria.
1: Mm.
2: So we wanted to. Uh, it was it was rooted on the plastic bands, So the idea was to try and get bioplastics from microbes. Oh. Interesting. So what about your undergraduate concept? My undergraduate, we were trying to develop, um, uh, wanted to make fuel from like like a biofuel that, that's the whole concept. I oh, wanted to make uh, some sort of gel, yes, from gel, uh, gel, uh gels from eggshells and ethanol. Yeah, to make some, yes. That,
1: that what are you getting we from the eggshell?
2: We it was catching calcium carbonate that's what we really were targeting to see whether we can use it as a binding agent to you know to, it didn't really go the way we expected but along the way we learned so many things you know, and it really, really, really directed us to other better things along, along that, uh, that direction
0: so this is you moving from this field to a whole new thing exactly so now here I am learning uh, everything
2: like from scratch again everything from scratch so the learning curve is is thick as you can imagine but the beauty is, the application the the tools they're just the same so long as you know what DNA is what RNA is and what what proteins are then it doesn't matter which organism they come from
0: that's the interesting bit about molecular biology like you don't really have to like it's something that can be applied in any any in kind there. of any organism, whatever, because yes. it's the same thing. It's the same PCR, same, 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 everything.
1: Exactly.
2: Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So the most interesting bit is like for me, I was like, wow, seventy percent of the world is covered by water. That means by default we have more organisms in the aquatic setting or aquatic environment than we have on in in land. So that's that's extremely huge. Yeah. So I got there, yeah, I had so many ideas in my head, and lucky enough, after six months, I got a proposal and sent to one of the uh, donors. And I got a funding for that project.
1: Hmm.
2: So you see like, things are really big and really fast first. Wait, and, yeah, what, what, what made it?
0: Yeah. What made you uh, write a proposal? Like, was it part of your job or is it just sort of. What exact? Like? Why did you <laughs> write?
2: Okay, so. For government setting, there are two methods of operation.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: the government funded projects. And we have donor funded projects oh. So, in most cases, the government funding is usually uh, in my perspective will be for, you know, the conservation aspect. Mm-hmm. It's usually on things that you know are impacting the community like mm-hmm. But people really forget so much about fundamental sciences, you know. do mm-hmm. you want to fund things to do with DNA, like how will DNA help the community, you know, that's really the first question. Mm-hmm. And and we forget like that that is the fundamental you know, Blueprints of life. So most of the time, we had to get funding to be able to do some of these kinds of uh, research work. But whatever the government was funding, could not really be directed towards you know that curiosity science or exploratory science. Mm. Yeah. So for us, we have to look for funds you know, to okay. do such things. So I was fortunate to be among uh, guys who were awarded that uh, that year and Started working on for so my project was actually on using environmental data to uh, map fish diversity, mm-hmm. and up up until um, last year, mm. doing my final uh, data analysis. So probably get a paper uh, out soon, and that immediately shaped my you know, my line of thinking, what I want to do in the future. Mm-hmm. So, last year again, and, you know, last year back one actually, so, I've never really looked for PhD positions, but one day I get this alert in my email from my colleague, like, check this out, and we're going to set up my this is exactly what I need. Mm. That very moment, like I'm like, okay, this is what I need. I've seen so many other opportunities, but this one fits my profile. So I sent an email to the prospective supervisor. We had a chat, the supervisor was interested. So I secured a position in the university. uh, and This is Tokyo University of uh, Marine Science and Technology in Mm -hmm. Japan. Thereafter, I was supposed to seek for funding. I applied for the funds through the government of Japan, um, the program they call the Next Scholarship. Mm-hmm. And um, by last year, June, they had responded, and I was one of the guys who applied for that fund. Mm-hmm. And this is where I am today. So I'm a student at the Tokyo University of Mind Science, and I'm a teacher, science, look as as in. A aquatic biosciences, and my interest is in, rather, my, my, my line right now is in uh, aquatic genomics. So I'm interested in looking at uh, microbial ecology. I want to see, you know, the functional role of microbes in a common? so I so much has been done on individual organisms. But the culture, independence, uh, methods that are becoming you know, kind of more popular by day. That's what I want to go into. And uh, I'm looking forward to what the future brings. Uh, so, in a nutshell, uh, that's, that's my story. That's me.